Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Give you it. I give you all. I give it all. You give it all. Thank you, Lord. Somewhere along the line we were singing, I give it all to you, Lord. Do you know, God is not satisfied with half a sacrifice. Hallelujah. The sooner we learn that we have to give it all to him, the better. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can do nothing of ourselves, but in him we can do all things. Hallelujah. Because of who he is, not because of who we are. Hallelujah. It's all down to Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. Father, I just ask you that you'll give me words of life and, and liberty and comfort and love that I might draw on your Holy Spirit, Lord. And you said if I be lifted up, you will draw all men. Hallelujah. Not some men, all men unto you. Hallelujah. We lift you up this morning, Lord. Hallelujah. None of us can stand here without you, Lord. None of us can be perfect without you, Lord. Hallelujah. But in you we live and in you we move. In you we have our being, Lord. Hallelujah. It's all in you, Lord. Hallelujah. It's all in you. It's all in you, Lord. Hallelujah. The thing is, if we get Jesus, we get the whole package. Hallelujah. There's no cheaper options. <laughs> We're always looking for a deal. I am. I'm always looking for a deal. You can't do deals with God. <laughs> he doesn't do deals. It's, the, it's the all or nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> you see? So we give him half and we, are, we expect to get all that he's got. But you, we only get what we... What we, what we give up, don't we? Hallelujah. I'm, I'm in 2 Corinthians today, in chapter 5 two, of 2 Corinthians. I don't know where we're going. Thank goodness for that. Hallelujah. <laughs> you can say, thank goodness for that. <laughs> it's a wonderful... It's a wonderful scripture, but all the scripture's wonderful, and every piece of scripture props up the other piece. It all, it all comes together in a, in a whole mass. Hallelujah. It says, starting at verse 17, we'll start there. I don't know where we're going from there, but... Therefore, you're my famous word, therefore. It means, therefore means it is established. Right? That's what it means. Uh, it means it is complete. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. So, therefore, if any man, 
Are you any man this morning? So some of you are any woman, but you're all, all what, there's no, God doesn't discriminate. <laughs> he looks on all of us. Hallelujah. And, you're, and because you're a woman, we won't get special favours. <laughs> and because I'm a man, I won't get special favours. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> We're all liberated. I'm not a man. I'm, I'm a man that's been liberated, and you're maybe a woman that's been liberated. Hallelujah. Or shouldn't I go there? <laughs> if any man or woman be in Christ, he is a new creation. Now, you know, one of my favourite scriptures recently has been who is in Christ. You know, I made that point the other week, didn't I, about being in Christ. See, it's all very well to have Christ in us, but when we're, we're in Christ, we are in the completeness of God. If Christ's in us, we can still carry on being, being the way we were. You know, he doesn't control us. He doesn't control us God will never control you. You always have a free will. But when you come to be in Christ, you've given him the fullness. You, like I've been saying, you've given him everything. Hallelujah. Everything. Hallelujah. You say, well, there might be one bit I've forgotten. When, you give, when you're in Christ, everything else you will forget. I'll guarantee you, you won't, you won't have any other needs. You know, that song I was singing, he satisfies me so. That was a revival song in the 1920s when a gypsy smith was travelling the country as an evangelist. And that was his theme song. That was his theme song. You know, I like, I like great evangelist theme songs. They're great, aren't they? You know, Catherine Coleman had one exactly what it was right off the top of my head but it, it, it was a real good one and I sing it a lot but, um, but you know are you satisfied if not come into Jesus he's inviting you to be in him he is a new creature hallelujah new creation you've been born of the spirit and you are a new creation if you read down in in the verses it says, God has made us. Hallelujah. God, it's not a matter of us being. God has made us new creations. Hallelujah. He's made us new creations. You're a new creation. Hallelujah. If you're born of God, that's why it's so important to be born again. Hallelujah. It's the only way that God can get in on your case is for you to be born again. And you may not feel very different for a start, but after a while, you you'll find that uh, you want to go God's way. You don't want to follow your own leaning or understanding. You want to follow God's leading and understand what he has for you. So, we're a new creature. I like the next bit. Old things are passed away. Hallelujah. The old is gone. Hallelujah. You know why the old is gone? Because it can never satisfy you. You'll never be satisfied. Once Christ comes into your life, you can never be satisfied with anything else. Even, even when you don't acknowledge him day by day, 
there's something there tugging at your heartstrings. Hallelujah. Some people like to, like to bring condemnation on people because they're not going for the whole thing. God doesn't bring condemnation. I'll read a bit about that in a minute. God doesn't bring condemnation on you. He, fire the Holy Spirit, tugs on your heartstring. Hallelujah. He tugs on your heartstring. And that's, it's in your heart that the only place that God influences you. Hallelujah. You know, once you're born of the Spirit, you have a new heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He takes out the old stony heart and he puts in a heart of, of flesh, it says. Well, you know, it's not a fleshly heart. It's a heart of flesh. Hallelujah. You become compassionate. You become, you can cry. <laughs> you can cry and you can laugh. Your emotions are, are, are totally in, the, in, the, in his control. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You don't know why you're crying. I, you know, I've been crying in the spirit and I don't know why I'm crying. It's a joy to cry in the spirit. It's not a, it's not a moanful thing, a mournful thing. If you're crying in the spirit, you're crying because of the joy of God. You can laugh as well. Hallelujah. God don't mind whether you're laughing or crying. He's moving. Hallelujah. Old things are passed away. Hallelujah. The old things will never satisfy you. They won't. The only thing that can satisfy you, as the song says, is Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Get that in your head. It, it will call, pull you back to Jesus more than anything. Behold, all things are become new. That's an interesting word, that become. Very interesting. Because you're a new creation, everything you see becomes new. Hallelujah. You can see things you couldn't see before. Hallelujah. Everything that goes on in your life is a new, new experience, isn't it? Hallelujah. You drink a cup of tea and you think, wonderful. Hallelujah. Because of the joy that's within your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what it's all about, you see. It's the joy. We need this joy of our salvation. Hallelujah. We don't need to be sorrowful. You see, we can spend our life weeping around the cross about Jesus dying and all the rest of it. But do you, you know, we were studying on Wednesday night. Jesus didn't weep about going to the cross. We don't, nowhere do I read that he weeped about going to the cross. We think it was a sorrowful thing for him to go to the cross. No, he was, he was, more, he was more focused on it was God's will for him. He said, nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. You see, he had, he had to go to God three times, if you read Read it in one translation. It says, he went there three times and said the same thing to God. If it be possible, could you let this thing pass from me? But not my will, but your will. How many times do we get into the state that, that Jesus was in, where we're tempted? You say, well, how can you tempt Jesus? 
He faced every temptation that you could face. Hallelujah. And yet he said, not my will, but yours. That is the temptation that we face in every situation. Whose will are we going to acknowledge? You see, you just have to acknowledge his will. You don't have to work it out. You don't have to try and make it happen. You just said, Lord, whatever you have in mind. Because you see, the thing is, the wonderful thing is, that whatever God has in mind for you, it will be good for you. Because we know in Romans 8, it says all things are work. I always read it as, are working together for good. Even the bad things are working together for your, your benefit. Hallelujah. 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 The bad things are not happening because of what you've done. They're happening because God wants to bring you through. Hallelujah. He brought Jesus through in victory. Hallelujah. The devil thought he finished him off, but God hadn't finished. Jesus said, I lay down my life and I have the power to take it up again. Hallelujah. This is a marvelous thing. We can say, I lay down my life in this situation, but I have the power to take it up again. I have the power of God within me. Whatever you're facing, whether it's sickness or, or problems at work, whatever it is, you can lay it all down before God. And he will give you the power to take it up again. Hallelujah. You'll come out in victory. You'll come out in victory. Maybe people won't see that you came out in victory. See, we always want, we always want to win and everybody to see that we've won, don't we? I know that. I'm, I'm a man, I know. We always like to win. <laughs> we always like to win. But, you know, most of the victories are done without anybody knowing. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you can never explain them to somebody else. Hallelujah. Because they're personal. God has a personal victory for you in the situation that you're in. It will be personally tailored for you and it will be personally... You'll know it's him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's wonderful, isn't it? The word of God is so wonderful. And I, I've written in my little note here, I've said, everything is new, and then I've put behind it, constantly new. You see, God doesn't stay still. And if we stay still, God's moved on. <laughs> it's possible for God to move on and leave us where we were, to catch up, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's so easy to say well I'm not going to stay I'm not going to move until God moves and then you find he has moved <laughs> he said I've dealt with that situation now come on, get on with it <laughs> come on through you know he takes us through and he said, sometimes he has to come back and say to us come on <laughs> it's God encouraging you to come through for something new this morning hallelujah, there's always something new constantly. That's what makes being a Christian very difficult because people settle down on the way. They're like, like the children in the wilderness. <laughs> they had to keep moving on. Every time the cloud moved, they had to move. Can you imagine what it must have been like with a one and a half million people? Moses out front, the cloud going on. I bet some of them were a bit late up that morning. <laughs> and I bet there were a few tents left still up when some left. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, God's saying to you this, this morning, I'm moving on. Are you coming with me? Hallelujah. Because God, 
God was seeking to get them all to the promised land as soon as possible. But they were dragging their feet. That's why it took 40 years. When they had an opportunity to come out, what did they see? They saw giants. Hallelujah. Have you seen any giants lately? <laughs> there are a few giants in life, aren't there? You think, how am I ever going to get past that bloke? <laughs> but God will take you through. He won't take you over, he won't take you round, he'll take you through. Hallelujah. Because if you don't go through it, you don't experience the deliverance, you won't grow. Hallelujah. The, The whole point of circumstances and situations is that we might grow in him. Uh, I don't know about you, the things that I used to face when I was younger, they don't challenge me anymore because I've been through that. Other things in your life that don't challenge you anymore because you've been through it. Hallelujah. We learn to, it says in here, we learn to trust him. Hallelujah. Have you learned to trust him? Yes. If, if he says, come on, you've got to go. Hallelujah. New things. It says all things are of God. Isn't that what I've been saying? Yes. Everything that happens to you is of God. Oh, right, you think, well, the devil's got in here, the devil's put his foot in here, and he's kind of, and then we start fighting in our own, in our own flesh. We start to try and overcome the situation in our own flesh, rather than allowing God to demonstrate his power in the situation. Hallelujah. And the, the what, biggest way that we operate in our own flesh is what we say, isn't it? Oh, this is, I've had enough. Call that bloke, cut me up on the road. I'm going to get him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not the devil. That's just life. (laughs) Things happen. (laughs) And they quite often happen for us to learn to trust God. Hallelujah. You might lose face in the eyes of other people. You might be thought to be, oh, he's a bit soft, that one. He doesn't doesn't respond. Well... (laughs) If you respond, it don't always answer the problem, does it? It often delays the answer coming through. Hallelujah. My wife's smiling at me. (laughs) She knows I've learnt this lesson (laughs) over and over. (laughs) Do you ever keep learning the same lesson over and over? (laughs) In a different form, in a different way? (laughs) You've got to become followers of God. Not listen to the background noise that goes on around you. (laughs) All things are of God who has reconciled us to himself. Now this is a wonderful thing, isn't it? If you're reconciled with somebody, you you are part of them. Hallelujah. This is the wonderful thing. Uh, Jesus was in came to earth to reconcile us to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're reconciled to God because of Jesus. Not because of anything we've done, not because we've moved closer to him, not because we're seeking to follow him even. We're reconciled, it's done. Now the thing I learned from Tony's message last week is that it's done. Hallelujah. Most of the things that we need for life have been done by God already. Hallelujah. In the reconciliation that happened when Jesus brought us back to the Father. 
He made a way that we could be reconciled with him. I don't know, reconciled seems to be a big thing, doesn't it? You know, if somebody's fallen out with somebody in the family and they, they don't have any dealings with each other and suddenly they're reconciled together, the love starts to flow. Hallelujah. And it's through, the, through Jesus reconciling us to God that we start to love people. Hallelujah. The love starts to flow. Hallelujah. And it, the wonderful thing is it flows in all directions. It don't just flow towards God, it flows in other directions as well. Hallelujah. Do you know that God loves you this morning? Do you know that really? Or have you still got doubts? Well, he might not love me because... I'm a bit of a failure. Uh, he might not love me because of what I did this morning. He might not love me because uh, all sorts of things. How I treated somebody else. He might not love me anymore. God loves you continuously. Hallelujah. No matter what you're up to and what's going on in your life, he loves you with an everlasting love. Hallelujah. That's the wonderful thing. That's what's being reconciled. Has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. What is the ministry of reconciliation? What is that ministry? Are we supposed to be going around trying to reconcile people with God and all the rest of it? What do you think it is? I believe it's going around and bearing the message of the gospel. Hallelujah. The people can be reconciled with God. That he doesn't deal like he used to deal with in the Old Testament with people who, you know, as Tony illustrated it last week, if you don't forgive them, God won't forgive you. That was the Old Testament where it was what you do reconciled yourself with God. The New Testament is different. God has already done it. Hallelujah. He's made this reconciliation possible. And everything good flows from that. Hallelujah. So you look at it. You need healing. God has already done it. It says, by his stripes we were healed. Hallelujah. It's done. It's done. We have to receive it. Hallelujah. You look at it. Everything that God offers is already done. It was done on the cross by, by Jesus. Hallelujah. It's a done deal. And we have to look at things differently after the cross than before the cross. Because before the cross, it was all trying to abide by a strict rule of, uh, of laws. But after the cross, there is only one law, and that is the law of love. Hallelujah. God first loved us before we loved him. You see, so it was God did the deal we love him, and because we love him, we love other people. Hallelujah. We can forgive other people. Because we love God, we forgive other people. That's, that's, that's how, it's, how, how it works, you see. God has, has changed us by this process here. He's changed our whole attitude. We have to accept that reconciliation with God, and that God's never going to deal with us in the other way. He's never going to come and say, well, you're a bad boy. He doesn't have a big stick. He has a an arm of love. Hallelujah. You've only got to look at the prodigal to realize how much he loved 
you. Hallelujah. You were the prodigal. I was the prodigal. Hallelujah. And we still, sometimes we have prodigal events, don't we? But God's always there to, to, to draw us back. He's always looking. He's always looking for you to come back to him. He's always looking for you to come back to him and receive what he's already done. Hallelujah. It's, it's not a matter of you going back and God works out, well, he's good enough now, I'll, I'll love him again. God loves you with an everlasting love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believeth in him shall have everlasting life. Hallelujah. 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 So what's, what's salient in that, in that bit there? It's whosoever believeth in him. So it's what you believe is so important, brothers and sisters. Are you, do you believe that you've been reconciled to God? Yes. Totally reconciled. You haven't got to go through a process to become reconciled to God. Because God did it for you. Hallelujah. Through Jesus. Hallelujah. Isn't it wonderful? Hallelujah. That doesn't mean to say I can go and carry on doing what I want to do and all the rest of it and the will of man and all the other stuff, the evil stuff that we can get into. God doesn't want us to do that. But God's provision is always drawing us back to him because we know what we're missing. Hallelujah. That's what happened with the prodigal. He said, what am I doing here in this pig pen? Who wants to be in a pig pen when they can be in the palace? Hallelujah. Who wants to stay in that, that state where we, we are not aware of how much God loves us? Who wants anything to come between us? Between God and us? I don't think there's anybody. Hallelujah. To wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Then there's this next bit. Not imputing their trespasses unto them. Wow. He's not imputing our trespasses unto us. You know, you can say, well, maybe he's after a while. He's not. See, God lives in the moment. God only lives in the now. This is what I feel so, so, so important. We, we look at the past, we look at the future where we might fail, we look at the past where we might fail. But God is in the now. And all the promises of God are now. Now, for now. They're not for tomorrow. God hasn't promised us anything specific for tomorrow, you and me. I know he's promised us that... Uh, while, see, while, the, while, while the seasons exist, there'll be seed time and harvest, and he will make provision for us. Hallelujah. That's an ongoing promise. But that isn't a specific promise to us. That's a promise to the whole world. Hallelujah. But God is in the now. Remember this. Now is the day of salvation. If you're not saved and you don't know Jesus, if you don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and that he died on the cross for you this morning, you can believe it right now, and it will sustain you for the rest of your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we have to 
be careful that we don't let the things of, the, of our normal lives become embedded in us. We need to just move on. So we did something that wasn't quite, quite perfect in God. Move on. We've all done it. There's nobody here that's perfect. Nobody here that hasn't lost, lost it on one occasion or another. But that doesn't affect your salvation. Hallelujah. It might affect your reward in heaven. I don't, I don't know what your reward in heaven is. As far as I'm concerned, the only treasure we can lay up for ourselves in heaven is souls down here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because we can't take gold and silver or anything else with us, but we can take souls. Hallelujah. You have the privilege of leading people to God and you can take them with you when you go to heaven. Isn't that marvellous? Hallelujah. People can be in heaven with you because of what you did and what you said in reconciling them, so, them to God. That's what it's about. This is what the ministry of reconciliation is about. Leading people to the Lord. Hallelujah. And you only have to lead them to the Lord and they have to come to that confession of faith and believe that Christ is who he is. Then it's the Holy Spirit's job to keep them. Hallelujah. You, might, you can help them, but you can't make them grow. Only God can grow, make them grow. He's the one that pours the water of the of the spirit upon people. Not imputing their trespasses unto them and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. What does that word committed mean? He's committed it to us. This word of reconciliation. Of bringing people to the Father. Hallelujah. He's committed it to us. See, he hasn't committed it to angels. He hasn't committed it to any supernatural word from God himself directly. The amazing thing is people get saved because of how we are in our ministry of reconciliation. We're saying God wants you to become reconciled to him. Hallelujah. He wants you to become a child of God. He wants you to become part of his family. Hallelujah. So we have that, that wonderful privilege, I believe, God's given us. He's committed the work of reconciliation to us. Hallelujah. Says it there. So now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. Hallelujah. What's an ambassador? An ambassador in general is somebody who lives in a foreign country and acts for the king in our country. Our ambassador um, in, U in America is acting for our um, office of the crown. The queen is the head of this country. That ambassador operates on behalf of the queen or the king, whichever it is. Hallelujah. You are an ambassador. You operate on the behalf of God the Father. Hallelujah. Wherever we go, we can, we can see, an ambassador doesn't really do, uh, he, he talks to the, to the local people around him, but he, 
Somehow or other, his embassy, I don't know, I've been to several British embassies because my son-in-law works in the embassies, and it's rather a splendid place, you know. <laughs> it's rather splendid. And if you're an ambassador for Christ, what you, what, uh, where you live and the way you live portrays what Christ offers. Hallelujah. So if you go to the British Embassy, they can offer you help. They can help you with the, your passport. They can help you with money in the, on occasions when you've lost everything. Um, and that's, that is an indication of what your function is in the church. You're there to operate on the behalf of God himself. Not me, not our church. You are there to demonstrate what the kingdom of God stands for. When people come into you, your presence, they, they should see, well, it's a, really good, it's a really good place this is, you know. They should reflect that you are part of God's kingdom. Hallelujah. And you are a contact point for getting a passport to heaven. Hallelujah. You must be born again. Hallelujah. Fill the form in. I, must, I give my heart and my life to Jesus and you become part of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Even though you're still living in a foreign land. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We all live to some, some extent in a foreign land, don't we? <laughs> we are, this world is not my home. <laughs> BK loves that one. <laughs> this world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. Hallelujah. And the word says, uh, we have here no continuing city, but we look for one above in heaven. Hallelujah. We don't, have a, we don't have an embassy down here that we can go to, but our embassy is in heaven. Hallelujah. What a splendid place it is. Hallelujah. We can tell them about our embassy, can't we? Hallelujah. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray in Christ's stead, be reconciled to God. That's what it says. Now this is the bit that really I like. It says, For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that's Christ, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Here we are, we're back in him. Hallelujah. We're in him again. Hallelujah. Are you in him? <laughs> You see, when we're in him, we're in the righteousness of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The right, what does righteousness mean? Right standing with God. I stand before... That's why I love that song about standing before the throne of God. I don't stand there because of what I've done and how good I am. I stand there because of what Jesus has done and what God has made in me. You see, it, it, I like the word made. When you make something, you can't, you can't gainsay it. Hallelujah. God has made you. He made Christ to be sin, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Isn't that a good place to finish this morning? We're, the, we're his righteousness. You are his righteousness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We should show forth his righteousness in our life. That, it, that means that when, when you pay for something at the till, 
and they give you too much change back, you, you say, you give me too much. And people look at you and say, oh, that's very kind of you. <laughs> it's not kind of me. It's the right thing to do. Because I'm right with God. I can't mess about with diddling people out of 5p or whatever it is. You can't mess about with God. If you're righteous in God, you can't mess about with him. Hallelujah. And it's no good saying, well, God doesn't look on things. God doesn't look on things. He expects, because we are righteous, he expects us to be right all the while with, with man as well, you know, when we don't feel like being right. Hallelujah. Well, sometimes we have to go and apologise to people when we've done nothing wrong. How about that? Difficult to do, isn't it? You know, we always want to say, but ah, ah but you did that. And we say, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have responded to you like that. I should, have, I should have been more gentle with you. I should have been more open to you. you I can see you have a need there. You see, we, the, there are all sorts of avenues open up when we act out of our, our own character and we act in God's character. Hallelujah. Let's try and act in God's character. Not by works, but by... You see, that's the wonderful Holy Spirit will say, you can't take that money, give it, give it back to them. Holy Spirit will say, you can't be like that with these people. You don't know what, what God's doing in their life. Hallelujah. You must be open to what God can do in that situation. See, all these things that happen that are nasty for us are done that often have a nice out, outcome. Hallelujah. You see, we have to look upon the whole picture. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Father, I thank you this morning. You've done so much for us, Lord. Hallelujah. And we really don't acknowledge it in our lives, Lord. Hallelujah. Because we think we've got to live the right life, we try so hard to be good and try so hard to manifest something that... that you already manifest in our lives, Lord. Hallelujah. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to manifest something special each, in each and every life that we might show forth the righteousness of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. There's so many other things we could have talked about this morning. Uh, I've got a lot more on my list, but I'm not going to. Hallelujah. We're made righteous. Hallelujah. Just, just chew on that for a few days. <laughs> See what it brings forth. I just ask you, Lord, to take the opportunity as we chew on the fact that we're righteous. Will, it, will, will we allow you, Lord, to manifest your righteousness to other people? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.